Good morning and welcome to another fun, happy, uh, thirsty? Yeah. I'm trying to think of adjectives that would describe our show. And thirsty's thirsty's right up there with the top, right? We were going to just call it the Thirsty Boys, but we settled on music music to my beers. <laughs> right. I am Zach Miller with Warren Cluck, and we are your hosts for the next two hours. We're going to be hanging out with you with the the tunes and the craft beer chit chat and all that fun stuff. And it's Easter, so <gasps> happy Easter! Wait, no, it's it's the week before Easter. No, it's Easter. Easter's this Sunday or today. Today is Easter. We'll fix that. Because tomorrow is Dingus Day. <clears throat> All right. So it's a big drinking holiday. And uh, <laughs> I know that uh, this also kicks off my vacation uh, from, from the bear for a, for a week. So I'm pretty excited because I get to uh, I get to have a few tonight. And then uh, if I feel like it, I can go out and enjoy Dingus Day tomorrow. Let, and I want to hear about all the beers you're planning on drinking for your vacation. So we'll have to talk about that. Uh, yeah. And I'm really excited because uh, we started the early stages of a, a mega beer trip I'm going to be taking later on this summer. Uh, over the last few days, so I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, July could see me going to a, one a state I've never been to, and uh, a ton of breweries that I really enjoy but can't get here. So I'm already starting to research like how much beer is too much to bring in a carry on, <laughs> and uh, how, how much beer can I you know possibly bring back when we're flying home? So it's going to be a, a very expensive time, I'm sure. But thank you for joining us here on this Easter Sunday. We appreciate your time. We've got two hours of beer chatter on tap. This is music to my beers. Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. And happy Easter. Welcome to Music to My Beers. It's Cluck, it's Zach, and it's the uh, it's the last, uh, no, first show of April. First show of April, yeah. Sorry, I got that vacation mind going on. Hey, man, I don't blame you. I'd be so excited. I'd be fired up. Vacation. You guys didn't really take a vacation at all last year, and now this year you're you're able to take a couple more. Yeah, Jason. I know that his uh, his family had like a spring break redo trip because COVID canceled their uh, their Christmas one, so they're headed off on a spring break. But this is actually a uh, working vacation for me. Uh, working on drywall and working on uh, whittling away at uh, my beer cellar now that I've got the next uh, five, six, seven days off. So I'm I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, it's one of those deals where it's like I got to get the drywall stuff done before I can enjoy myself. <laughs> I was just going to say, how many beers can you do during drywall? Uh, n- none. Uh, one, I'm not very... This is the first time I've ever done drywall, like from start to finish. I've patched it before, obviously, and uh, and... That's as far as I've ever gone. So this is all first time stuff for me. Wow, I'm impressed. I wouldn't know even know how to patch it. But well, yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to have a few beers and like you know. Oh, it's all crooked and the pay, you know the the it's just awful. So I'm trying not to make my life more difficult. But it is nice to have a uh, what's more or less a, just a home week mm-hmm. off, and I can uh, I can get through some beers that I've been meaning to get to. And uh, the 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 drywall project is actually about 15 feet from my beer cellar. Oh, so I'm able this entire weekend to like walk back and forth, keep, you know, take a look at it, see what's good. What's, you know, what, what do I want to open later tonight when I'm all done? So it's pretty fun. So do you have anybody helping you do the drywall or is it just no, a, a solo project that you're working on? No, it's all me. So I don't have to share any of the reward beers. But uh, nice. yeah, my brother came down a couple of weeks ago and helped me get all the drywall I needed into the basement. And then uh, I'm doing it myself, slow and steady. And I like the fact that I've got all this time off. And, um, yeah, you get really thirsty. I've been at it the last couple of days, and uh, now we got Easter, so some families in town. And uh, after the show, I'm going to run home and have one and have some uh, some Easter brunch. But uh, it's it's fun, but also, it, it man, 
there's a lot of beer that you get really thirsty for early on, and I'm like, you know, oh, man. the high ABV stuff I'm, I'm staying away from, at least while I'm getting some work done. I've noticed that as of late, like, I haven't been drinking as much as I had in the past. Like, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic. I'm trying to, like, be a little healthier now. And I'm like, man, I cannot put down a 12% beer like I used to. I'm, I got to stick to the fives and the sevens, you know, that I, was, I, I, you know, can actually function off of and right. not be, you know three sheets by noon it's also fun and i've realized over the course of my craft beer enthusiasm that mm-hmm. the, that um there comes a point in a project that you can start having a few but i learned over the course of many 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 experiments and years that you know it can't be early on in the project you've got to be well past the halfway point and like within distance of the end of it oh yeah before you start cracking open some uh some decent craft beer to go to go with whatever you're doing what you know because i've i've had motorcycle projects before but working on and like <laughs> You know, after your third or fourth beer, things start to get, you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? What did I do with this? You know, you're looking for the 10 millimeter socket for an hour and a half, and then you've you've had two beers while you're doing that. So I've learned that uh, that home improvement projects, yard projects, and uh, and hobby stuff, you know, you get almost to the finish line. You're like on the 10 yard line before you crack a beer. See, I'm the opposite with yard projects. Yard projects, I feel like I could start off with a beer and then continue going on because what are you going to do? You screw up the grass a little bit, or you clip a little too close, or something like that, you're, it'll grow back. You don't have to worry about it like you would like your downstairs uh, room that you're creating, like bar area that you want to be in like pristine, beautiful precision, but uh, that I can understand. Or working on bikes that you're going to actually ride later. It's also good as an escape hatch, too, because everybody (laughs) has that program or that that project where you get to it and you're like, this is not... I got to step away from this for a while. So you're like, all right, I'm going to have a beer. And this is this, whatever this is, is over for the day. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to get some, some decent, uh, some thicker, heavier boys this week. Ooh, yeah. Well, and we're coming out of the stout season a little bit too. Like we've had Oberon day. So now we're looking to head towards summer and we've got some of that stuff, but it's still, I mean, we've had lows and highs in the forties and lows in the twenties. So even I think uh, last week it was hailing a little bit. Yeah, I saw Sunday uh, last week, like just for the smallest second, a little bit of snow. It got super depressed. You're like, oh, that's right. We're not through it yet. Still, still need to hang on to those stouts. Yeah. Saturday, somewhat. yeah, last Saturday I was at Kroger with shorts on, and then Sunday <laughs> it's like, ooh, it's cold. We better turn the heat back on. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to a, We have a whole bunch of, of beer chit chat to get to. We have some news and notes a little bit later on. We're going to split one up at the top of the hour. And I think, I think, I don't have the exact stat sheet, but this could be one of the more expensive split ones we've had on the show. Yes. This, as far as single cans of beer. This was an accident. This is a total accident, but I mean, I'm I'm the type of guy that when I go up to the register, I'm just going to pay for what I brought up there. I'm not going to go put it back, especially during these COVID times. <laughs> I had my hands all over the cans. Right, right. Be unsafe. <laughs> you did it for you know what you did it for the safety of your fellow beer enthusiast. Exactly. We're all excited because this is typically the month where we start uh, you know kicking off the shoes a little bit, putting on some flip flops, thinking about warmer drinking days ahead of us. I'm pumped because I'm in the midst of uh, this show and next week's show. I'm in the midst of vacation, so I'm able to actually, like, you know, dedicate some time and effort to the to the craft beer hobby. And I was telling you earlier uh, in the week, uh, I'm, I'm working on vacation plans for July, and uh, we're going to meet up with my sister-in-law and uh, br- my sister-in-law and her husband. And we're gonna. We decided we're gonna go to Portland, Oregon for a week. Dude, that is awesome. That's yeah. gonna be so much fun. Yeah, we had uh, kicked around a couple of cities. I know we talked about Maine. We talked about um, some California, and then uh, they said, "Well, why don't we go to Oregon?" Because you know, my wife's never been there. I've never been there. And Portland, my my ears perked up immediately. I'm like, "That's home to some of my favorite brewing companies." <laughs> uh, one, I think the one that gets the most uh, love around here, at least on Untapped, is Great Notion. Yeah, that's that's one that I've noticed several porch beers being delivered from there, and you've actually had some experience with that as well. 
Yeah, I, uh, I've got a, a friend of a friend of a friend who was able to, you know, get it safely from however they do it from Portland uh, <laughs> here to South Bend. And it, it's really good stuff. But I want to go see I want to go see the operation, see where mm-hmm. it is, because it, for the the number of the sheer number of different beers they turn out. I mean, it's got to be. I would think a pretty massive brewing operation, but everything I see from Great Notion on Instagram and then on their Twitter and Facebook, it's not that big of a place. You know, and we laugh on the show all the time. I wonder if they know how many, how much of their beer gets, you know, mailed by the uh, the USPS every week. <laughs> you know that people are in there. They're proxy. They're totally just there to yeah, yeah. get as much as they can to then ship out to other locations. And I feel like Heady uh, Topper is a little bit like the same from the East Coast and in, in the fact that that was always one that was coming out. And you still, we can't get Heady Topper here. So you still have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody in order to get it here uh from there but another one i'm excited to go check out in that area and it's just outside of portland and tillabook oregon is degard brewing and i've had a couple of their stuff uh, a couple of their bottles over the years i am i i don't know that i've had anything from them do they do sours or something really yes, well they do uh, they're primarily known for their wild ales i think okay. i think i even brought one in i think we may have had it but there was a they had an apricot uh Sour or wild ale. Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, yes. they come in really like you know elegant, slender, bo- like bomber bottles. And yeah, uh, but that's but that's where they're at. And uh, and my sister in law, she said this is one of my favorite breweries, so we're definitely going to go visit. So it'll be fun to go to you know one of the the hotter craft brewing hotspots in the country and be able to take a, a week and and work my way through the place. And from the the look of their website, that Degard Brewing. They said that the tasting room is open for draft pours and bottles to go, but bottles to go are available Monday to Wednesday by appointment only. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna plan out the entire week. We're gonna have a whole, you know, I'm sure a uh, an itinerary of of brewing. But it also got me thinking, like this will be an educational moment for the show. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to acquire myself a shipping like a shipper container and see how many bottles I can get back, and uh, you know, on the plane or if get I need a to- U-Pod. Well, I, I know my, my brother-in-law had a, spe- a specific container for shipping beers because he'd set it to me and ask for things, and I'd fill it up, and and when they'd come up, he'd fly home with it. But oh, that's um, cool. yeah, so I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to do that because everybody's gonna want something. I can't come back empty-handed, bro. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're probably gonna have like a laundry list of everybody that wants certain things. Hey, here's fifty bucks here. Here's fifty bucks there. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to doing that thing that everybody who travels does for the next six, eight, twelve months when they get back is when someone brings up great notion, I can butt in and be like, you know, when I was there. Uh, <laughs> And I can pretend that I went out there specific. Like I just, I had to go to the source. I wanted to see the operation, so I can pretend that I, you know, was I, I wanted to go see how things were were, were done. You're gonna get some swag too. Oh yeah, when you're there, yeah, you'll have new beer shirts to wear on Beer Shirt Thursday. Yeah, and I've also got to learn that uh, if I've been to a place more than once or twice, like I don't need to keep buying swag. I think there's a limit to how many hop station things I can own. Mm, that's I, true. Yeah, I've got tank tops, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, like you know. Slow your roll, Warren. I think you could have like one of every like garment for every season. So you could have t-shirts for the summer, tank tops and whatnot. Then you, you at least have to have a sweatshirt for the winter. No? Yeah. I <laughs> I just... <laughs> one for every season. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to, you know, I have to do, and I don't like to have to do this very often, but I'm going to have to be an adult and come up with a budget. Oh, yeah. Warren, you can buy one thing at every place you go and that's going to be it. <laughs> you, budget, you budget it out. Hey, you don't have the car payment anymore, so yeah, hey, that now, frees up a little bit. Now that I got the van payment off my back, it's more money for the beer budget. I think, <laughs> it's, right. I think it's somewhere in Dave Ramsey's book. It's like the last page of Financial Peace University. He's like, now that you don't have any car payment, you can totally blow whatever you want on craft beer. You just skip that area of his budgeting. Yeah, you go, you go from charities to mortgage, uh, skip the car payment, 
Yeah. Straight to the beer budget. Yeah. And here I, I, I bet you thought you were going to wake up on Easter and tune into Music to My Beers and you didn't think you were going to get that kind of financial knowledge. But boom, there it is. <laughs> Pay off some debts so you can put more money toward craft beer. Hobbies. All the hobbies. Hobbies. There they are. <laughs> Speaking of hobbies, we have to talk about a, uh, another little hobby of the show. So I'm watching some movies here in a second with the B-movie. And the top of the hour, we're going to split the most expensive can of beer this show has ever had. <laughs> I literally think it is. I think it's the most expensive single can of beer we've we've consumed on this show. Really? I th- I think the most expensive can of beer I've ever purchased was thirteen bucks, and that was the um uh, the Great Notion, right? From the beer group? No, it's cheaper than that. Uh, I bought a can of Untitled Art once at a bar in Key West, and it was thirteen bucks. So this is, I think, the most expensive can of beer my lips will ever touch. I'm very Whoa. excited. Thank you for joining us here on Easter Sunday <laughs> for music to my beers. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B movie. This is the point in the program that we like to sit down and uh, have a beer, talk about a movie, and give that movie a rating system based on a number of beers that changes literally every week. It means nothing, so please don't uh, keep a register of this. Don't judge us. Don't judge us. (laughs) This is uh, the first feature on the show we've dubbed the The B movie. movie. And Zach picked this week's movie, so I'll let you go ahead and give it the old introduction. Um, so it was just last week they released the, I think it was a Red Band trailer for the new Suicide Squad movie, Suicide Squad 2, with now James Gunn behind the project. And James Gunn, if you remember, is from Guardians of the Galaxy, and he got that whole ball rolling, and he's been a part of all three installments of it, and third still yet to be released. But the first one, this first one that we're doing for Suicide Squad 1 was a total stinker at the box office. I remember a lot of people went and saw it, and it did really well, but everybody gave it terrible reviews. This is when we first saw Jared Leto's Joker, right? Oh, yeah. He had the green hair, the silver teeth. The face tattoos. Face tattoos. Him and Harley Quinn were just starting their relationship. She was the one who actually made the movie, and then they went and did Birds of Prey or, um, no, is it Birds of Prey? Yeah, then they had to rename it Harley Quinn Birds of Prey because nobody that's knew right. what Birds of Prey was. Yeah, and she went on to have her own standalone movie. So that's the one good thing to come out of this. Did you see it? I did. I, I Wait, actually. So what'd you think? I I always, it was a lot worse than I thought it would be. I, everybody was giving it bad reviews, and I thought, oh, well, I'm going to go into it with an open mind. And I remember... The thing about, and I even saw a director's cut with the extended scenes and stuff where you get extra Jared Leto yeah. and you get to see Batman and stuff. And I just thought, boy, that is a, just a terrible plot. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. And some of the characters in it even probably were just not cast for uh, for the gig. So I, I'd probably give it an eight, to be honest. I didn't rush out and see it, and uh, I waited till it till it popped up on on demand, and it wasn't terrible. But I, by the time you're all done, you're fo- you're left really feeling nothing for any of these characters. Like you're, you're I wasn't really invested in it, Mm-mm. and it felt like there were just too many things they were trying to cram into this movie. They're trying to make it funny. They're trying to go like the whole Marvel route and make yeah, it like and, hilarious. Well, and they're trying to you know all these guys. They're trying to tell too many stories. I thought, but it, but it wasn't terrible. It, I mean, it was entertaining, but it just it wasn't something I felt like, yeah, I need to watch another one. It's It'll be interesting to see what the James Gunn version looks like mm-hmm. when it's all finished and we finally get it all. Uh, I'm going to give this one sixer of uh, Dale's Pale from Oscar Blues. Ooh. 
Oscar Blues is one of those breweries that early on with the show, and I know that early on it was one of the first craft beers you could get all over the place. Mm-hmm. You could get Dale's Paley where Mama's Little Yellow Pills. Oh, yeah. Old Chubb. You know, it was a great Scotch Ale early on. And then it, we sort of fell away from it and fell in love with other things. And uh, I found out recently, you go back and taste it, you're like, you know what? Drink pretty good. It's a good good drinker, yeah. Yeah, and, and Pales, Pilsners, and Lagers I didn't care for early on. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you get through all the IPAs and hazies you can possibly enjoy, it's good to come back to that style and, and have some. But you, you have a good pale, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could I could go for the 6% yeah. or 5% or however low you go. I don't I don't care about low Harkening BV. Harkening back to the time where we enjoyed beers that didn't immediately wreck our days. I know. Yeah. yeah. So I'd probably go with 8 Hogarden, though, for this one, just oh. because I thought... Hogarden is the like alternative for me to Oberon because everybody gets all excited about Oberon and I get the allure of it because it was one of the first craft beers that I was into. But Hogarden for me does the Belgian right and it is from over there and it's fruited with a lemon and it's delicious and really nice for uh, for hanging out just in the hot in the warmer days to come. I shouldn't say hot summer weather yet because we're not quite there, but. Um, I'd give eight because I just felt like I'm going to need a lot to get through this movie. And didn't they, they did, ran it on uh, test audiences early and then they had to go back and change some of the scenes because wasn't it just too serious and then they had to write in more jokes or something like that? Because what happened between when they started filming the movie and when they eventually hit theaters was Deadpool happened. So oh. they brought this whole gritty, you can't have an R-rated, you know, break the fourth wall funny. And uh, they tried to... They, make the changes based on the success of Deadpool. Mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny you brought up uh, Oberon because uh, Cherry Oberon was released earlier this week at the Bell's General Store. Ooh. You could get Crowlers to go or Sixers, but it was only at the General Store as of uh, last Monday. Hate when they do that. Yeah. They just rub it in our I faces. Know, I know. I wouldn't mind it if they did it on like Saturday, but it's always, you know, work day. <sighs> Warren can't go to Kalamazoo on a work day. It's too bad they don't send it in kegs down here like area restaurants like a place like hop station could get a keg of it and then do a release party of a cherry oberon be sweet just putting it out there in the universe yep just putting it out there speak it into existence please it's time for music to my beers split one we uh take take a moment on the show we break down a new beer every week and uh this week we we talked about it about half an hour ago zach bought the most expensive can of beer i think this show's ever had and in in my defense um I took it up to the register thinking it was like that price for a four pack. And then I got up there, they're like, oh, that'll be $43. I, I bought some other stuff too, but I bought two cans of uh, On the Palo, and it's the Bianca Double Peanut Butter Jelly Lassie Goza. I have no idea what that all means. And I'd never heard of this brewery, and neither had you until you went down there, and you followed them on Instagram, and the, the beers they have are they're gorgeous. Go ahead and pour. At $14, you pour. I'm not oh, going to pour. Oh, No, you shelled out the... Uh, so nervous about it. You shelled out the money for it, but... Oh, the body's like super red, like wine. Ooh. Wow. So it was $14 for a 16-ounce can. And where are these guys out of even? Do we know? Um, they are out of Belgium. It's a product of Belgium. So maybe the shipping was like part of it as well. Yeah, it looks like wine. Yeah, you had to pay extra so it wasn't stuck in the Suez Canal. They had to have it flown here. Yeah, <laughs> it was right around Cairo. Whoa. And also, I'm going to sound like an ignoramus here. Do we know what a Lassie Goza is? 
No, not at all. I know what a goza is, but I don't know what a lassi goza is, unless it's some sort of uh, super-fruited take on it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What's the nose like? Oh, incredible. You're gonna... It's got a nice, really thin head on it. Really thin. It's got a purple, purple body. It is, just like wine. Whoa. Yeah, it smells like uh, grape juice, like when you're uh, doing communion and stuff. I mean, if you're not Catholic... Um, I'm going to take a picture really quick. The can looks like, um, oh, what is that? Uh, oh, F. Jerry. Yeah. What do you think? It kind of looks like the old, uh, like the F. Jerry logo or those old Dixie cups. Um, Man. The nose is incredible, though. This is the peanut butter. The double peanut butter jelly lassi goza. So this is going to be a little bit of peanut butter. It says sour ale with raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, lactose sugar, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and peanut flour added. All right, so the peanut mm. should be pretty faint, but it's a 7%. Here we go. My mouth's getting watery already. <laughs> wow. Damn, son. <laughs> wow. Holy smokes. <laughs> Uh, that that's pretty worth it. That I bring to a bottle share. I get no no peanut, no no mm. nothing like nothing like that at all. But man, you taste every one of those berries. That is a it's got a nice tart front to it, and then it kind of mellows out on the back. So it almost tastes like you're eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich a little bit. But you don't. You're right. You don't get very much of the peanut. But what's really interesting is the. The cacao, and I think that offers a little bit of that chocolate, like the the currants. Do you remember when we went to that beer dinner that was at uh, LKT? Yeah. And there was the currants paired with the sorbet. That's what it kind of reminds me of, because it's that like deep, dark red um, berry flavor. You know, when you told me you spent 14 bucks for this can of beer, I thought there's no way that was worth it. I'm like, this, this has got to be... But it is. This is this is actually something else. And at seven percent, it's a little bit higher ABV than your normal goza because they're those are typically lighter. But if you're a fan of berries and you like the fruited sours and some of those slushy beers that you can get, this is gonna be right up your alley. And this isn't the first one that I've had from these guys. I actually got a four pack from them. It was uh their double IPA, the Emerson, and it was it was delicious. Uh, my wife was like, Whoa, where'd you get that? It was a, a nice hazy IPA. So they do all kinds of different things. I just happened to get the the two gozas that were there on the counter, and the guy, he was working in the front. He said, "Oh, you got the two best flavors because they had three of them." And I was, I was just gonna get the two. Yeah, I'm looking here. They have a whole series of these Biancas. There's a uh, Bianca pecan coconut raspberry mud cake, Lassi goza, uh, quadruple ligandberry maple pancake, Lassi goza. Yeah. Ooh, these are some pretty intense flavors. But you're right; they're all um, yeah. There's Pecan, guava, lychee, passion fruit. Wow. All right. Did you see what the Bianca Noah pecan coconut blueberry mud cake costs? No. 18 euros. A can. A can. <laughs> so I wonder how how you could actually ship that. Well, uh, you can also buy a bundle of nine, a uh, variety pack of nine of their cans, three of each. 169 euros. Whew. Whew. On one hand, this is a very well-made beer that has yeah. a pretty complex flavor profile that I think almost everything they, they advertise is represented. The body's thick. 
you know, and it's it's a it's sour but not too sour. That nose is incredible. I mean, you just smell the the berries oh, dude, right up. On the other hand, like I don't know if I'm comfortable with fourteen dollar a can beer becoming a thing. Um, no. Well, I am and I'm I'm not because this is one that I would go in. I'd get one. Usually, I got okay. two because I know that we we had two shows that we're planning on doing. You know, save your receipts, Zachary. It's a tech write off. <laughs> That's right. But I was like, I was like, at least we we've got the two shows coming up. We can have two split ones. This is a good beer for a split one, and I'll buy other stuff. So when I go into the liquor store, I typically get one really good beer, like one heavier price point, and then I'll get like I'll get that, but a thirty pack of hams then to go along with it because okay. that's. I, I will also buy for the the quantity sometimes, but also quality. I mean, I'm not saying that Hams is a poor, poorly yeah. made beer. And I think you know, let me walk back what I just said a minute ago because the standard bourbon bourbon county from Goose Island is a 16. Point what nine percent or 16.9 um, ounce bottle, and that's 14 to 16 bucks for the regular. And we fork over that no problem. This mm-hmm. is you know. Point nine ounces smaller, and I'm complaining that it's fourteen bucks. Is so. it because it's in a can? It's I, just it's the aluminum. It's just when you, when you see can, you think four pack. Uh, you know, a forty five dollar four pack is is outrageous, but at the same price, like this is this is some mm. damn, this is some really fine beer. Oh yeah. So cheers to Zach. Cheers and, uh, from Omnipolo Brewing out in Belgium. This is the uh, Bianca peanut double butter jelly donut something or other. Double peanut butter jelly lassi goza. Peanut butter butt. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take our time with this and enjoy it because, well, it's very expensive. And it's time for us to go round robin, each chip in three beers for a mixer sixer. And I'm going to go first because uh, every week we, th- we throw in three beers. Could be three things we love, we want to try, we hate. We want you to keep an eye out for. And uh, one that I think I'm going to get to the bottom of this week because um, every so often, if you're if you're in your, your bottle shop uh, on a regular basis, you'll run into a, either a beer you've never seen before or a brewery you've never heard of before. And this is the case with me because, and I've seen this, I'm not a very big impulse buyer sometimes. You know, if it's uh, something I know, I'm like, ooh, I'll mm-hmm. grab that. But there's a, it's called Fruit Basket IPA from Champion Brewing Company. I've never heard of them. I haven't either. I don't know anything about them. It's uh, it's an 8% uh, ABV, and the Fruit Basket name leads me to believe that it's some sort of uh, fruited uh, IPA, and it's got grapefruit juice, citrus fruit, and, uh, and uh, they say other citrus juices, but... I've never heard of them, and it comes in at a pretty decent price point. It was like 12 bucks for a four-pack, so I think it's worth the investigation. For whatever reason, I haven't pulled the trigger, but I've never had anything from Champion Brewing Company before, and I thought, all right, well, they're in the area, so may as well try it. Yeah. Uh, another another one I'm going to throw in, this is not uh, one specific beer, but if you've had a chance to check out anything from Mason Ale Works recently, they're starting to pop up on citywide uh, shelves. You can get them at Hop Station every so often. I've had three or four different things. They have a checkerboard uh, IPA that's fantastic. But if you get a chance to, ha- I have I've had six, I think five, six beers from these guys in the last uh, couple of months. Wow, they're out of California. They look like they got some good stuff too. Yeah, it's it's all fantastic, and they've uh, it's been a home run every single time. So if you get a chance to check out the Ma- anything from Mason Ale Works, uh, go nuts, go crazy. It's all a home run. Cash looks pretty good. It's an imperial style with coffee, nine point four percent. Yeah, and, with that. and the other one I'm going to throw in, and it's going to be that time, and last weekend's awesome weather and the little blinks we're getting of it here and there uh, get me thinking, ah, it's almost time for pool drinking and outdoors, and the, the sequench from Dogfish Head. Ooh, yeah. I've been seeing it pop up places because tis the season, but um, some places around town have had it on tap in the past. If you haven't had a chance to try it, it's black sea salt, it's black lime, sea salt, and it's 
it's bitter, it's sour, but somehow, for whatever reason, when the sun is on your skin and you drink it, it hits completely different. Great poolside ale, great if you're golfing. I love how it ends salty, too, so it, it makes you, like, want more. Like, you can't just have the one, or you can't just have a one sip on it. It's like, ooh, that was that was really good. Now I need another sip to kind of quench that thirst, and it's hard to do. Yeah, and also, if you're new to the to the craft beer game and you want something that, that is a pretty great example of, a, like, what a briny finish is, so when yeah. someone uses that kind of terminology or when it's, a, you know, something kind of dry like that, that's a great low-cost way to check it out and see if maybe that that style's for you. I wonder if that one would be good with cooking something. Like if you could uh, soak something in some kind of meat. I wonder if like if you're doing like carnitas or something. Dogfish Head Brews it as a mix-up, a mashup of a Kolsch, a Salty Goza, and a Tart Berliner Weiss, all three kind of in the same can. So mm. it, it's it's great. It popped up, I think, what, three or four years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, and we were we all thought, hey, let's let's try it. They're also selling it in gigantic tall twenty uh, four ounce cans now. That's I could pass one of those. Town. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had their sixty minute IPA on Saturday. Ooh, in a in a big nineteen point two ounce can. I think I may have a worldwide stout buried somewhere in the basement from eons ago. Ooh. I should probably dig up. Yeah, break that out for uh, your spring break here coming up. <sighs> Maybe I will, Zach. Um, I am going to add in now a, a new Belgium, you know, that you were very familiar with their mainstay Amber Ale, the Fat Tire. Yep. And uh, we're all big fans of their, uh, their Voodoo Ranger uh-huh. series. So they actually made an Amber IPA. It's called Wild Ride. It's a 30th anniversary. It It's almost like a play on the, the Fat Tire and, and the fact that they're celebrating 30 years of that. But basically what they did was they took the, the malt. And added in uh, extra hops too, so it's okay. it, it, to make this amber IPA. It really actually tastes kind of like Voodoo Ranger a little bit, but like maybe the Ranger before it became Voodoo Ranger. So that's what it reminded me of the most of. Like if you just take a throwback Ranger from back in the day, throwback, yeah, the only the OGs remember like before, <laughs> before it was Voodoo Ranger uh, and they had the whole change, right? They're they're just an interesting company because I feel like they they hold their hat on fat tire and fat tires all almost become synonymous with the brewery. Like you don't really know that you're drinking New Belgium or that you're drinking uh, Voodoo Ranger for New Belgium. You're just because they just say it's fat tire or it's Voodoo yeah, Ranger. And I think the first time I saw it listed as that was at the, like either a CVS or a Walgreens. They always used to have it like mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And so uh, so. Basically, if you want to go back and you want to relive the good old days of uh, of our Ranger IPAs, try the the Wild Ride. The next one that I'm going to throw in is one that I've it's been around for a while. I I don't know that I've ever thrown it in a, a pick six, but I turned a friend of mine onto it, and she absolutely loved the Neapolitan Milk Stout from Saugatuck Brewing Company. Yeah, just north of us, you get the strawberry, you get the vanilla and chocolate flavors all in one, and that's just a good beer because if you drink it at several different temperatures, you're going to get a different flavor. Coming out, the strawberry is more pronounced um, in that, but it's also a little bit of a strawberry extract. Yeah, and it also that's a good, I think, measuring stick for other Neapolitan stouts because I've mm-hmm. had some that you don't get all those flavors. You get one, maybe maybe the other, but you get all three of them with that one. It's a great place to start. I've had better, and I've also had worse. Yeah, yeah, I, I they're they're pretty good, uh, and they're also close too. They're pretty local for us. Did you go to your friend like, hey, I'd like to turn you on to something a little special? Wait. Here, try hey, this. Hey, this will blow your wig back. Try this. <laughs> uh, and then the last but not least, I got a lot of comments on this on socials um, with the Enjoy By 420 from Stone. It's blazy and hazy. 
comes in at nine percent. And it was just on a whim too. I saw it at a Martin supermarket, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get the I'll get the one bottle." And so I bought the one bottle. And then everybody was like, "Where'd you get that?" I said, "Martin's." Doesn't everybody go and you know get their alcohol from grocery stores sometimes? <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Uh, so. You can pick it up there. I haven't seen it in bottle shops yet, but it, it's good. I mean, it it lives up to the name. It just smells like dank, dank uh, weed. That's another series that I felt like uh, two years ago was carried almost, it was a ubiquitous thing in every bottle shop around town, and it's sort of just, I don't know if it wasn't selling that hot or what, but it just sort of faded a little bit. You don't see it everywhere all the time now. Yeah, not as expensive as I remember it being. It's only two ninety nine for the bottle. Didn't it used to be about 20 bucks? Yeah, for, for a four-pack or yeah, something, or six-pack? Six-er. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so. well, there we go. There's our uh, our pick six for this week. We've talked a lot uh, today about G's, uh, things I'm going to be doing and drinking in the next week and places I want to go. What about what about you, young Miller? Where do I want to go? What are you going to be doing in the next couple of weeks? Are you going, uh, are you going out at all? I know you're in the middle of your vaccination process. Yeah, I am. I got the first one uh, about a, two weeks ago, and now I'm still waiting on 420 to come around because that's when <laughs> I can get the next one. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know if I'm not somewhere at 2:30 at 4:20, I'm gonna be like, uh, I'm I'm missing something. But are, are you and the missus gonna start venturing out a little bit after you've both been uh, fully vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. I I'd say um, I would really like to go to Fat Tire to do a dining experience there. Fat Tire, Fat Bird. Um, and also I want to get back to Hop Station because we went to Hop Station back before the whole pandemic started. Yeah. and had a really good. They were doing um, Maplewood a tap takeover there. And that was a really good evening, and it was kind of just a date night. So just getting back to that, and we feel more comfortable. Also, uh, she's going to be leaving town in about two weeks with the kids, so it's just oh, going to be... Bachelor Zach! Bup, bup, bup. No responsibilities, except for me and the dog, just chilling and hanging out and stuff. So we'll probably go... I might. You know what I, I, I'll look Dude, forward I should, to doing? I should have you come to my place. We'll do a we'll do a, like a music to my beers share. That would be really sweet. Sex That'd be a lot of fun. Out of town. Do, 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 do. Jason Derulo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I think, you know, getting the, the pup out, too. I like a lot of patio places. And so as those start to open up, my buddy, who um, he has a bar in Goshen, he's going to start doing a patio thing again just because you – Eating outdoors and being outside last year was so um, alluring. Is that a word? Allure? Yeah. Yeah. For a lot of people that wouldn't normally, like, even go out. Like, that's one of the good things that came from the pandemic. Like, finding ways to eat outside in all seasons, if we can. If you can do an igloo thing, that's awesome. But if you can't do an igloo thing, wait until patio season rolls around. I'm going to try to open my DraftKings app and see if there's a wager I can place on the amount of times that Zach is drunk and rollerblading down in South Bend with his wife out of town. I was going to say. If you yeah. live downtown South Bend, there's a chance you could see Zach Miller uh, either skating to somewhere to drink or skating home from somewhere to drink. Well, I was thinking about taking the dog, me and the dog, going to Howard Park Public House because they've got the roll-up bar. See? You're like, the, you're like, the, <laughs> you're like South Bend's John Jr., John Jr. <laughs> JFK Jr. Oh, okay. How young are you? Um, 27. <sighs> I mean, I probably, <laughs> how do you ever drop a beer in this glass, man? <laughs> um, but I was thinking now now that it's a roll-up bar, it's not a swim-up bar for me. Or a walk-up bar. It's a, I, I'm on my blades. And I go up there and just, you can get the, the giant nine, uh, I think it's like nine bucks for the extra couple of ounces, 20 ounces of beer. This segment of the show proudly brought to you by Body Glove. Active yeah. Skatewear. <laughs> no, 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 
it'll be a lot of fun though, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be you know you always you always do things a little bit differently when you're left to your own devices, and like the wife and kids are out of your hair, so you can you know have a few if you want, or maybe get into something special. I can start early, not have to worry about responsibilities of cooking and cleaning for myself. It's just. Yeah, you can revert back to, like, your caveman. Like, oh, I'm not going to clean myself. I'm just going to live. I'm out there, man. The first two days are absolutely amazing. And then by the third day, I'm like, oh, I just wish they'd come back already. This is not healthy. This is not a good path for myself or basically myself. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if it weren't for my wife, I'd probably have to, you know, turn into a wild animal during the pandemic. I'm like, wow, I don't have to cook clean or behave like a member of society but uh yeah it'll be it'll be fun to watch you for a couple of days and then uh we should we should do something fun something yeah be- that would be really cool fun yeah we'll do a, a, a beer share and maybe i'll get rollerblades and i can rollerblade down to your house let's do it <laughs> <laughs> how'd you pull all your butt muscles warren oh zach miller's rollerblade tours <laughs> we were rollerblading down to howard park rollerblade beer be- share beer tour all right it's the uh moment of the show like warren mentioned earlier where I tell you what we can look forward to coming up um, tomorrow is one of the biggest days here in South Bend and Buffalo, New York, and that's Dingus Day. Did you know Dingus Day is not like a national thing? It's just something we do here, South Bend? Yeah, when I was living in Grand Rapids, they have another Polish day. It's not Dingus, but it's uh, Pulaski Days. Oh, yeah. Pulaski Day, where it's the same type of thing. I think there's less, you know, there aren't any political origins, but we would do the same thing where you just crush beers all day at, like, West Side Polish halls. Do you meet up with politicians and stuff to crush beers, or is it just... I don't think so. It's just like we're done with uh, fasting and and Lent, and so now we can go crazy and yeah, be left with our vices. And Pulaski Day in, is in October, I think, when I was in Grand Rapids. But it was just you know Polish food, polka, and then you mm. know rampant cr- beer abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to sausages and pierogies tomorrow with yeah, some beer. And yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a bunch of d- events popping up around town, so I'm just throwing that out there that if you if you're into it and you don't have somewhere to be, like you're on vacation, like Warren is. Dingus Day might be for you. Yeah, maybe this will be the year that I finally have enough beer that I'm like, I should become a Polish Falcons member. I sign up while I'm there. <laughs> ZB Falcons, yeah, what's up? Yeah, there's always that one. There's always that one beer that pushes you over the limit. Like, how, what do I need to do to join? <laughs> Sponsorship? What? Uh, another thing that we can look forward to is Big Brew Day 2021 with uh, the Mega Group. So the Michigan Extract Grain Association here. Ah, uh, yes. They're doing that Brew Day on May 1st. It's a Saturday at Third Horse Craft Beverage Supply. And those guys, they know what they're doing, too. So if you're wanting to get into the homebrew scene, you're not sure how to do it, not sure what equipment you need, or even like the first step in homebrewing, that would be the best day to go out and be a part of that. Yeah, and that, and those guys, too, uh, become like a fa- fantastic, uh, like almost like a farm system for the area's brewers. It, yeah, because I, I look at all the different breweries that have popped up because of that. We, we've got our buddy Brandon up in Niles. We've got Aaron over at Westwind. Um, am I, who who else has come out of the that farm system, I feel like? There's been several places. I think even Chris up at Bare Hands was kind of, he knows the guys up there. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fantastic... Uh, oh, Crooked You, Andy yeah, from Crooked You. Pool of knowledge. Yes, yes. And you can start there and go many places. Yeah, including, even if you want to just be like the most popular guy in your cul-de-sac. Yeah, like, oh, right. yeah, Steve down, he, down at the end there. He's got some killer beer, man. He's brewing again. I wonder if he'll let us try some uh, stuff. See? Yeah. yeah. Um, if you have trouble fitting in the neighborhood, <laughs> become the beer guy. Everyone will love you. Uh, last but not least, I'm a part of the uh, Founders Cadre. Cadre? Cadre? Cadre like Padre? Cater? 
<laughs> Good. Um, I saw it. I saw it in print. I'm not going to take a stab at it. Uh, so they've got a new beer coming out for their Bottle Shop series, and this next one is called the Highball Drifter. Okay. It's clocking in at 11, percent and it's a bourbon barrel aged sipper inspired by our favorite bourbon based cocktails. It almost looks like it's an old fashioned in a, a bottle because it's got the caramel and vanilla flavors, the dried fruit and spice with cherry and bitter orange peel. So I think it's going to be like an old fashioned. I went and visited my sister in Racine last weekend uh, oh, for, yeah. just, for just a little bit, and there was a bottle shop up there near her house that had whatever the last entry in Founders Bottle Shop series was. And I didn't buy it because I'm like, I'll have no problem getting this at home. We're so close to Founders, and I can't find it anywhere. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't remember what number one was. Not mm. Panther Cub, right? Mm-mm. That's the Bourbon Barrel Age series. Yeah. You've got so many series. This one had like a generic bottle shop series label on it. Okay. So. So we'll be looking for the Highball Drifter. I don't know if we'll get it. Maybe Racine will have it, and you can go up there in a couple weeks and pick off her bottle shop. I'll just say, hey, buy it for me and hang on to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has been Easter Music to My Beers, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. I'm a hack Zach and myself. Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.